Welcome to the water trough where we can't make you drink, but we will make you think. My name is Ed Drost of The Small Business Doctor, and I'm really excited you chose to join me here as we discuss topics that are important for small business folks just like you. If you're looking for ideas, inspiration, and possibility, you've come to the right place. Join us as we take steps to help you create the healthy business that you've always wanted. Welcome back to the Water Trough. This is Ed Draws to the Small Business Doctor. Have you ever been treated uncivilly? What sort of effect did it have on you? How did you respond to it? How did you feel? And what did you do as a result of it? When incivility is predominant, people feel disengaged. They feel defensive. They feel unwanted, unneeded unvalued, undervalued. In this day and age, civility has kind of lost its meaning, has become less and less popular. And that's what I want to talk about today, the role of civility in the workplace and how it can enhance our business efforts and, on the flip side, how the lack of it can cause considerable damage. We desperately need people to work together. We need people to feel engage, to be committed to the mission and the vision of the organization. But in an uncivil environment, that is hardly possible. It's kind of like the old saying, every man for himself. If you're being treated uncivilly, you're going to be defending yourself, looking out for yourself. The last thing you're going to do is be working with those that are treating you in that way. Incivility is a workplace demon. And it's a very pervasive demon at that. In fact, you might consider incivility as something like a virus. It has the ability to rapidly spread. If the leadership is uncivil to people in the organization, there are going to be those who will say, if they can do it, then I'll treat other people the same way as well. It passes from one person to the other. As it's passing by, even if it's not directed at you, incivility can have an impact on you. Incivility can change the way that you view things. Even if it's not impacting you directly, it can jade your perspective. It can make you feel less interested in participating or working to make things work out. These are just some of the effects that incivility can have upon an individual. Now then, imagine what this is like for an organization as a whole. Incivility is very costly. Decreased motivation, productivity, and loss of attention to detail, which occurs within civility, is a very costly matter for an organization. When people are not engaged, they don't work as hard. When they don't work as hard, they don't produce as much. They make more mistakes. Incivility costs a business a lot of money. What's more, incivility can cause instability. Because of the disruption that individuals experience, and because incivility spreads rapidly, the very integrity of a business can be in jeopardy as a result. Just as a common cold or the flu can run through an organization, incivility will not only 
invade, but can permeate the organization and last for incredible periods of time. Needless to say, incivility is something that we do not want in the workplace. It's not good for the workplace as a whole. It is civility that we're looking for. Why is civility so important anyway? What is the big deal about civility? Fundamentally, people need to feel respected. The need for respect is a very, very important need in the human psyche. Incivility is the complete opposite of that. When we treat people with civility, we are, among other things, showing them respect. We're fulfilling a basic need that they have. By doing so, we engage them in such a way that they can give us their greatest level of commitment and performance. It is a very basic need that we can't ignore. Civility is essential for satisfaction. Civility is essential for a qualified, dedicated, committed workforce. Civility in the workplace begins with the management. It's our responsibility to take steps to encourage civility, that is obviously to treat people in a civil manner. If we do this, we actually support the growth and spread of civility. Civility, like incivility, is contagious. If we are treating people civilly, they in turn are more inclined to treat others civilly as well. And of course, civility throughout an organization is going to have a positive impact, as we talked about before. Therefore, it's important, it's essential, that leadership, that management, encourages civility by demonstrating its value, by being civil towards employees, and encouraging the growth throughout the organization of civility. In addition to encouraging the growth of civility throughout the organization, of course, it's important to monitor that it is truly doing so in a genuine fashion. Leadership has to take the responsibility, I believe, to demonstrate the importance of civility, reminding folks of the fact that being treated with civility is something that really does encourage people to work more diligently, to be more loyal, and to be more engaged. So this is the sort of thing that leaders have to pass on down to managers, and managers have to inspire in their employees as well. It's not only about encouraging the spread of civility, it's about truly believing in it. Civility is as much a part of the culture as any of a number of other things are. If one chooses to have a civil culture within their organization, it will spread. Obviously, there'll be exceptions to the rule, but in general, civility being as profoundly contagious as it is, it will spread quite effectively. Don't forget, incivility is something that occurs quite frequently as well. And it is something that does not only come from others, but it comes from within. Incivility is something that is contagious, as we mentioned before, as is civility. When it comes to incivility, the origins are generally rooted in some sort of insecurity. And managers and leaders are oftentimes subject to insecurities of their own. 
in the positions that they are employed, they feel that they must be of a certain caliber. They must be perceived as having a certain amount of authority. And some folks in these roles are inherently insecure. And in that insecurity, the very need to express themselves in a more assertive way can interfere and can be perceived as incivility. This is really critical for the manager and leader to be aware of. Insecurity does lead to manifestations of incivility. It's sort of like a protective mechanism, a defensive mechanism. If I'm insecure, I put on my hard shell so that nobody can penetrate. Well, that hard shell is, in effect, a manifestation of incivility. It's the indifference to people's requests. It's not listening to people carefully. It's being terse and curt when people are speaking to you. So as managers and leaders, it's extremely important that we recognize these conditions in ourselves and we are quite aware of the potential for our insecurities to lead to uncivil mannerisms and nature. Above all, it's important to remember that civility is a choice. We can make a choice to promote civility in our workplace. We can make a choice personally to treat people civilly. If we do make such a choice, rest assured, we're going to find ourselves in a far better position than if we choose the alternative. This is Ed Drozda, the Small Business Doctor. I hope you will consider your choice about civility. And until we meet again, I want to wish you a healthy business.